from LPM, Louisville Public Media. Support comes from Vision Zero. On foot or behind the wheel, safety is a shared responsibility. And Vision Zero Louisville believes zero roadway fatalities is the only acceptable amount. Their mission is to create safe roads by design, engineering solutions, and education. More information at visionzerolouisville.org. Welcome to Kentucky Politics Distilled. I'm Jonice Franklin with Kentucky Public Radio State House reporter Rylan Barton. Okay, Rylan, this week the State House of Representatives passed a bill that would significantly cut unemployment benefits. This comes after a time when Kentucky's unemployment system was slammed with claims early on in the coronavirus pandemic. What are the changes these lawmakers are trying to make? So this bill would tie the amount of time someone can draw jobless benefits to the overall unemployment rate for the state. So as the unemployment rate goes down, the number of weeks someone can get benefits will also go down. This concept is called indexing, and supporters argue it'll encourage people to find jobs and get off unemployment when the economy's doing well. Here's Kate Shanks with the Kentucky Chamber of Commerce. We know that people tend to work more intensely when their benefits are going to end. And reducing the weeks when more jobs are available means getting people back to work more quickly. This bill was moving really quickly through the legislature this week. It got passed out of a committee on Thursday morning, and by the afternoon, it was on the House floor. But a really fascinating thing happened with it in that it split Republicans in the House with rural Republicans, especially ones from eastern Kentucky, which has much higher unemployment rates, arguing fiercely against it. Here's Representative Tom Smith from Corbin. We don't have access to jobs in eastern Kentucky that you have in what we call the Golden Triangle. And that doesn't happen very often, right? Republicans splitting on an issue? That's right. It does happen on a few issues, the so-called school choice bills, for example. But for the most part, the 75 Republicans in the 100-person House are a monolith. But when you get that big, fractures start to emerge, and we're seeing a little bit of that on this bill weakening unemployment benefits. The bill did end up passing by about 10 votes. And one thing I've got to mention is that this indexing model is pushed by a conservative group called the Foundation for Government Accountability, which named former Governor Matt Bevin its Governor of the Year in 2018 after Bevin's attempt to create work requirements for people on Medicaid. That program was, of course, struck down by federal courts. Okay, in other news, this week a committee passed a bill that would ban transgender girls from participating in girls sports. Yeah, Kentucky is the latest Republican-controlled legislature to take up this bill. Even though there aren't any documented cases of trans girls signing up to play girls sports in the state, there are bills in at least 26 other states right now on the same issue. West Virginia and Idaho have passed the measures into law, though they are being challenged in court. Despite really heartbreaking testimony from young trans students about how this bill would affect them, the committee ended up passing it on a party line vote with all Democrats voting against it. It's just started the journey to becoming law, so it'll get considered by the state Senate next. And finally, this week, Democrats' lawsuit against Kentucky's redistricting maps was heard in court. Yeah, Democrats are arguing the maps have been drawn to benefit Republicans and that they excessively split Kentucky's counties, which are supposed to remain as intact as possible in political maps. The judge in this case, Franklin Circuit Court's Thomas Wingate, said he would have an initial ruling within 10 days, though no matter what, this case will likely be appealed to the state Supreme Court to provide some final resolution to it. 
that ruling will determine a lot for what the rest of this election year looks like in Kentucky. Will the court force legislators to run in the old version of the map? Will the candidate filing deadline be reopened? Or even will the primary election be delayed? A Republican representative filed a bill to reopen the deadlines and delay the primary, but withdrew it this week. So not sure what kind of smoke signals we're supposed to interpret from that. All right, we'll leave it there. I'm Joni Franklin. I've been speaking with Campbell reporter Island Barton for this week's edition of Kentucky Politics Distilled. Kentucky Politics Distilled is produced by Louisville Public Media. To support this work, visit WFPL.org slash support KPD. That's WFPL.org slash support KPD. Follow us on your podcast app to stay on top of the latest news from Frankfurt. You can read more of our statewide coverage at WFPL.org. Support for LPM Podcasts comes from the Eye Care Institute and Butchertown Clinical Trials, where they strive for diversity, equity, and inclusion within their staff, patients, and clinical trial participants. To learn more, visit butchertown.clinic.